0: Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Bessner.
1: You think you
2: Hi, everybody. It's Saturday night, 10 p.m. I'm Cheryl Besner. Solo in the City has a great show for you tonight. But I want to ask you this question. Where are you right now? And I don't just mean physically, but we can start with that. If you're in your car... I want you to turn up the volume. It's going to be a great show and lots to share, learn, and experience together. And while you're doing that, though, I do want you to make sure you keep your eyes on the road because we don't want any accidents. But if you're at home, I want you to settle down and get really relaxed. Pour yourself a cup of tea or maybe a glass of wine because that would be my go-to if I could right now. Can't do that in studio. And really, let's talk because the fact is Solo in the City was born and bred for you. It was where I came from. I came from 365 days to find love, found who I was, made my boundaries, understood the love life that I wanted to create for myself. And that's where the love style coach comes in. I chose to style my own love life. And this is what this is all about. This is about you styling your love life and sometimes it's a little bit hard to do and that's where I can help you and also some of the many guests that come onto the show that share their expertise like the gentleman who's going to be joining us um, his name is Robert James and he wrote a book and his book is called actually next the search for my last first date and that's what I want to talk to you about tonight next What happens next? Where do you go next? And sometimes it's, where do I go tomorrow night just to go out and have a a good time? Where can I go to meet people? Where can I find everything else that's going on for the next month? Where can I find new activities and things that I would really enjoy? That's, again, what we try and do here. The Kiss Calendar is going to be coming up at the end of the show, as well as we will be having a quickie with Kelly Alexander and the Love Table guest Today is going to be a special surprise. I'm going to tell you who that is during the next segment. In the meantime, as I told you, I'm here for you. And one of the things that happens is you can reach me. You can reach out through the website. You can reach out through Facebook and also through my 1-800 number. And that's what this guest did. They reached out and sent me a question. And every week I will address different questions that people ask because we all can learn from each other. My number is... One eight four four seven four four 744 solo You can call 24 hours a day. I may not answer 24 hours a day, but I will get back to you either on air, on the phone, or by writing to you. So let's go to today's question. It's from Alyssa. Hi Cheryl, here is my problem. My best friend dumped her boyfriend over a year ago and is now seeing someone else. When they split up, he and I stayed friends. But last week when we were out for lunch, there was a real flirting. And now he would like to go out for an official date. But I'm afraid that even though my best friend is dating again, it might be weird for her. But I'd like to see him. What do I do? So here's um, uh, my first reaction. My first reaction is when you ask a question... You usually know the answer to it. And if you're calling or writing to me and asking me to kind of give you um, permission to go ahead and do it, you don't need my permission. But I do want to tell you this. Your friend has had an intimate relationship with this man. It is going to be most probably an awkward situation if you get to that point. And there's many, many levels that you can look at the awkwardness that is going to create First and foremost, you've got to think down the road. Chances are you go out on a few dates. It might work. It might not work. If it doesn't work, you could be potentially risking your friendship with, as you said, your best friend. Best friends can share everything. And when you are best friends, you do share everything. You talk to each other. You tell secrets. And there's possibly things that she told you about their relationship that will make it potentially awkward even for the two of you, uh, you and this potential gentleman uh, date. So you, you really have to kind of fast forward it down the road and look at things and say, Where could it be? You know, I just recently talked to somebody who was telling me that she became recent friends with a girl and that girl was talking with somebody else online and they had connected and my girlfriend told this new acquaintance of hers, sure, go out with him. But she didn't fast forward it to six months from now that if this girl starts dating her ex-boyfriend continuously and then all of a sudden there's a party she's throwing and this new acquaintance wants to bring this... This new boyfriend that's where trouble starts so my again my first reaction is if you're asking me you probably already know the answer to your question I also want you to think of the fact that you should be having this conversation with your friend if you are going to do it she must know in advance you should know what it is that you're going into before you do it There's going to be flickers of flirting with a lot of different people in your dating world. And you don't want to miss on something that could be great. But there are a lot of people out there to date. And you don't necessarily have to date your best friend's ex. And even though she's dating somebody now, you don't know how serious it is. It doesn't really matter. It does not um, matter when it comes to the relationship that the two of you have created all these years. So my advice to you is talk to her about it or just leave it alone and do not cross the friendship line. Um, I want to remind everybody that it's questions like this that bring us together. When we share and we, we express ourselves, I can tell you that when I got divorced... I made a very, very clear decision that I was not going to be dating anybody from my community. And that was because I didn't like the idea that I was going to be a voyeur into somebody else's past. And I happen to know of another case where two very good friends, very similar situation like this, where somebody was friends for many, many years with the other person. And what happened was they did connect, and it went on for a little while. And then what happened was when it came out that they were seeing each other, the friendship was broken, the relationship was broken, everything was broken about that 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 triangle of love or not love that was being created. So really when we when we look at who we're going to date, we have to know that there is a lot a lot of fish in that sea. And and go go throw your cast and, and your your rod into a different pond and, and you're going to catch a good fish, you know, sooner or later. So there's no doubt about that. Coming up, uh, Robert James is going to be joining me. He's the author of Next, The Search for My Last First Date. And it was really interesting. I spent a lot of time talking with Robert and we live very parallel lives um, through our dating experience. And what's similar, uh, what I found very interesting actually, is that Robert male point of view versus female, we really did um, kind of connect on so many different levels, and he understood the woman 's side I understood the man's side, and um, we we kind of had this great conversation about the meetings of the minds and and i 'm going to talk to him about that even um, based on some of the conversations like should women wait till further down the line and not offer their, you know, the sexual component into a relationship until there's a little bit more of a connection and how it is that men react to it. So these are some of the things that we're going to talk about. And also the fact is he's very amusing. His dating life was hysterical, actually, and that's thought that it's going to be made into a movie. So I wonder who would play uh, Robert, in that. Coming up next, also, we're going to be joined by somebody at the love table who you are going to really want to hear about her love life and how it is that she explored different options for herself but I don't want to give you her name because then you're going to find out who it is and remember later on Kelly Alexander will be joining us for a quickie right after our kiss calendar now if you miss any part of today's show remember you can go to SoundCloud and uh, hear the whole thing you're listening to Solo in the City right here on CJAD 800.
3: This is Solo
2: in the City with Cheryl Bessner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Hi, this is Cheryl Bessner, Solo in the City, and we are back. And now I get to invite Robert James onto the show. He's the best-selling author of Next, The Search for My Last First Date. I love this book. It's hysterical. This is a Florida businessman who turned writer because he was just on this adventure of dating welcome to the show Robert
0: thank you Cheryl thanks for having me on
2: you know it's funny because this is like just one of your adventures was the dating because you've also done so many things you like racing cars you've even you've even run with the bulls in Spain
0: yes I have I've done a lot of things I've been very fortunate in my life to have opportunities to to do a lot of these crazy things
2: and and dating in your 40s was another one or was at the top of the
0: list well, it, uh, it it definitely took a lot of my time and effort, uh, and, and it's just one new experience after another. You know, got to get a sense of humor about it.
2: Yeah, well, actually, one of your dating tips that you talked about in the show is that you didn't use Groupon when you went out on your date. So you were saying it's it was quite an expensive endeavor as well, right?
0: Well, I actually went on a date and and found out I, I used a Groupon <laughs> at, during the date, and I very early in my dating. Uh, experiences and found out that's really not very good form on a first date
2: yeah so, no it, it's not <laughs> it
0: didn't go over very well
2: <laughs> you know uh, one of the things is um on my dating site we uh, soul in the city does have an online dating site and one of the things that we're going to be introducing very soon is you know coffee tea and we and you'll be able to go out and have coffee and meat Uh, people at a coffee shop and the second coffee will be complimentary so this way there's no discussion that the woman pays or doesn't pay but you don't look cheap if uh, you don't cough up for that second cup of coffee
0: that's a great idea i wasn't that smart (laughs) i uh i was old-fashioned uh hadn't dated in 25 years and when i did date you know back in the day it was it was dinner and drinks and it was uh that was what i thought was supposed to be now but uh anyway (laughs) You, 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 needed,
2: you needed a love style coach um, when you got uh, divorced because I would have told you, Robert, keep it down to 45-minute dates for the first one. We call it like the pre-date. And uh, then you go to dinner and drinks. Uh, yeah,
0: I, 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 I didn't have anybody to tell me that. <laughs> I wish I had. Oh,
2: well, we didn't know each other then. So tell me a little bit. Um, I, I'd love the listeners to hear from your point of view. They're always hearing it from uh, a woman's point of view. What was it like uh, 20 years later after... Not being on a date to go on that first date. Uh,
0: I was actually pretty nervous. Uh, it, you know, it had been a long time since since I had had a date. I was in a uh, over twenty year marriage that uh, that ended in, in divorce, and then uh, you know l- after that uh, I started dating, and and a couple things I noticed real quick is that you know technology and, and social media and things like that had made it. Uh, a, a, a different environment. In fact, I, I could I could find out a little bit about my date by you know Google and and things like that, and and which which uncovered some things that uh, would stop me from dating some people. You know, some people have some some history that uh, I really didn't want to be associated with, and and uh, and some it also, it's also a way to find some common interests. You know, find out you know what are they what are they involved in, where do they work, things like that. So it gives you some things to talk about. Uh, the other thing I noticed is that. Uh, some of the – do you remember the, the, the girls in high school that were just a little bit different? Yeah, I well, think I was
2: well, one of those, actually.
0: <laughs> well, well, in some of them, not all of them, but in some of them, you know, those eccentricities just continued to grow. And 25, 30 years later, when I'm trying to date them, they're, uh, they're kind of out there.
2: <laughs> yeah. I want to ask you a question, going back to what you said about going online and Google. Do you think that because we have all this technology, it takes some of the mystery out of that first date?
0: uh i wouldn't say it takes out the mystery cuz you haven't really met the person you might know things about the person but you really haven't met them and and personality you can't google and and the other thing that doesn't show up when you google them is is their level of crazy so you no know, <laughs> are- that
2: definitely doesn't unless they have some kind of record out there mm-hmm. that you would find <laughs>
0: But but that those are those are things you, you've got to meet somebody and 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 the first date like you said is just the first step you know to, it's it's not an interview but it's just to get to know somebody enough to to figure out if you want to date them a second time or not.
2: Do you think that um, it's right for the man to pay on that first date? Uh, I know you did I, it, I'm but I'm wondering gentleman. how you feel now.
0: I'm a southern gentleman, and I think that when a man asks, a man pays, and even if a woman asks, a man pays. Uh, at least until a relationship is developed, and then they can come off on doing some more equal sharing of the expenses and things like that. But uh, uh, I, I'm just an old-fashioned gentleman, and I know that drives some people crazy. But uh, you know, I, I I can't break old habits. And that's how, just how I was raised.
2: Well, I think you were raised very, very well, Robert. You're the author of the next the next the search for my last first date. How did that all come about?
0: It's a funny story. I I had no intention of ever writing a book. Uh, It was total fluke. Um, My assistant, uh, who had worked for me for 12 years at the time, and I had a a great working relationship, and at that time she was like my older sister or my mother. And uh, one day I came into work after I was divorced, and she had access to my Outlook calendar and everything like that. And and, uh, she comes into work and says, listen, I, I see on your calendar you had a date last night. How was it? and uh, how
2: was that first date <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: it, and i i you know like a typical guy i said it it, it was fine she goes no 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 uh, tell me what happened what did you wear what did she wear what did you order where did you go what did you talk about what did you drink what where, what kind of shoes did she wear very um, descriptive
2: did, very descriptive
0: yeah. did you kiss her are you going to see her again i mean the 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 total the total debriefing as you'd expect a a sister to to do and um Anyway, every morning I, after I had a date, I would just expect for her to take a couple minutes and come ask me the the normal questions. And and after a few dates, I told her a story of a date, and the the date, you know, it wasn't the normal date. The lady was a little bit uh, a little bit crazy, and she laughed. And after a seri- you know, after months and months and months, and a few more stories like that. She says, you really need to start writing some of these stories down because you're going to forget them and nobody's going to believe you. And that was how the the book next actually started.
2: And, uh, you know, I have to tell you, when I started dating also, I had the same experience. And I, I actually I was writing a blog at the time, 365 Days to Find Love. And it's it's still astonishing sometimes when you go out and meet people the way some people step out for that first date. And you're right, there's a lot of crazy out there. But you know what? There's also a lot of great people out there. And there it's are. there are and, and this is one of the things you and I were discussing the other day is, you know, I, I work with so many individuals and and we talk and we communicate and I'm often faced with there's no good men out there and there's no good women out there. And the truth is there is is you just have to be open to it and on in certain instances let's say if you're online there is a little bit of work that has to go into that right
0: absolutely and and you know there there's a lot of of great people out there and i met some really nice women when i was dating and they were just very boring to write about i wrote (laughs) about the more exciting and and the the more animated stories but but there are some great people out there and and you know the one of the underlying themes of my book is that timing and chemistry are tough to get right you can you yeah. can have the chemistry with somebody and the timing's just off for you or for the other person and it doesn't work out or the timing may be great you just can't find anybody that has you have chemistry with and it and it it's just very difficult to get the two in sync
2: oh 100% and and one of the things that um, I always stand by is that you need Two whole people to have a relationship. A partnership is two whole people, two, you know, well-defined, knowing their boundaries, knowing who they are, coming together. Because if one person is not ready, if one person is off, if one person just hasn't explored themselves yet, then you end up with an entanglement and not necessarily and you are a so partnership.
0: Right about that. And one of the things about middle age dating is you know there 's people that, are, that have baggage and and some of them have recent baggage and I like to say it
2: history, not baggage well
0: <laughs> exactly and and some of them have a very recent history and, and maybe have have recently broken up and they 're not over their ex and they 're already dating and they 're just not ready to
2: so tell me about I, this this movie actually
0: yes i'm very excited about this you uh, should be yeah it, uh, it kind of took me by surprise. I was approached. Uh, by someone and said, "Hey, have, I've read your book. It's hilarious. Have you ever thought about doing a movie out of it?" And I said, "Well, I never even thought about writing a book, so no, I haven't thought about a movie." And he says, "Well, that's what we do. And I'm a screenplay writer, and and I've already talked to producers, and we'd like to talk to you about doing a movie on it." So the screenplay is essentially finished. Uh, they're going through the last revisions with with producers. They've raised money to do it, and. Uh, Probably within 60 days, you're going to start casting, Amazing. filming probably in the next 12 months. So I'm just so excited about it.
2: We'll have to wait to see who's going to play you. Okay, so coming up, I want you to stay for the love table now, and we're going to be joined. Uh, Robert is going to stay with us, and we're going to be joined by Jennifer Sellinger. She is a journalist. She's also going to be the host of a future TV show that's coming up right here on Bell One. And she is was a contestant on The Bachelor Canada Season 2 so she did a lot out there in the public as well with her love life so we're going to marry the two of you around the love table that's coming up on Solo in the City right here on CJAD 800 Solo in the City with
1: Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio CJAD 800
2: Welcome back to Soul in the City, and it's time for the Love Table. Joining us is still Robert James, the author of the best-selling book, Next, The Search for My Last First Date. Robert, you're still there, right? I am. Okay, and joining Robert and I is Jennifer Sellinger. She is a world traveler, a journalist, and the future host of a new TV series with Bell TV One, Tourist in Her Own City. And Jennifer happened to be a contestant on The Bachelor Canada Season 2. Welcome to the show, Jennifer. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey. So, you know, <laughs> it's very interesting because, the, well, Robert did it in a book and it's about to be a movie as well. Oh, wow. The two of you are kind of sharing your dating worlds right out there in public. So, Jennifer, tell me, how was that experience for you?
3: It was pretty surreal. I mean, when you come to think about it, being one of the 20, one of one out of 25 women fighting for one one man's love it's just it's a little unrealistic and you think uh, you think i <laughs> you mean, think? I mean I would it's like american it. politics right now sorry yeah exactly <laughs> i would have loved it the other way around i mean if i was the bachelorette i think uh, the odds would have been in my favor but um yeah no i think uh look you got to go in there with an open mind an open heart and uh just go with the flow and that's the best I guess, advice you can give anybody who's going to do something like
0: that.
2: Robert, you were kind of on the opposite end. You were the bachelor looking for the bachelorette, right?
0: I was. I was searching for my last first date, looking for my, look for my princess. And like, like Jennifer said, you do have to have an open mind, and, and you also have to have a sense of humor because some of the, stuff that, some of the stories that, that I'm sure Jennifer and I can both share, you can't make this stuff up.
2: no (laughs) you definitely cannot (laughs) we actually will be doing a show later on this month called scary first dates and obviously that's going to be our halloween show but jennifer you must have some scary stories from either the show or your own personal
3: dating world oh i definitely have a few of those but i don't know if they're kosher um no like uh i I guess to be more specific what, what would you like what would you like Cheryl well do, okay you know what you want? I I
2: want to ask you one question here sure. and it was about the Bachelor Canada okay when you have 25 women yep. all vying isn't it also awkward to think that you might be the person kissing somebody that you might really be interested in and then somebody else is going to be kissing them and romancing them as well for and you're sure. faced with that person every day
3: for sure but going into that scenario you know what you're getting yourself into so as much as you uh, it's painful to watch and to see, you know, you know, going in there. Um, look, that's why I think for me, it it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't ideal. It wasn't uh, for me. But um, yeah, it's, uh, it is tough. It is tough for sure. Now, Robert, when you wrote your book,
2: you know, you were going through the dating phase and then you wrote the book and you've recently met somebody, Right
0: yes i met somebody i uh, actually met him online and uh, and we'll see how things go but uh, you know getting to there has been a long process and that's where the stories come and you know some of the some of the things that have happened well it, my house has been broken into twice by women i dated really? oh my wow. god <laughs> in fact the, the last one she, uh, she i went out with her one time Uh, two weeks later, had no intention of talking to her again, but two weeks later, she sends me a text and it's a picture of an ice cream carton with a spoon in it on my bistro table in my kitchen (gasps) with with, with the caption, you're out of ice cream and I folded your towels.
3: How did she get in? Robert, how did she get into your place?
0: My uh, my back, I live on a lake, and my back door is often open. My, my kids come and visit and go and play on the lake and leave the door open all the time.
3: Okay, note to self, lock your doors. Yeah, I was just going to say the same thing. I, I mean, do
0: now have a security
3: system. <laughs> oh, my God, thank goodness. <laughs>
2: you know, it, one of the things, that sadly, when you are doing something that's very public, not only mm-hmm. does your love life become under scrutiny, but you become exposed to potential risks like that. But your, your book, for instance, you were finished your book, and and everything in that book came out before all this real public, because the publicity came once it was on the shelves type of thing, right?
0: Correct. And, and since the books come out, you know, talk about being a bit of a public figure, uh, I, get, I get women now asking me, uh, hey, what do I have to do to be in, in your next book?
2: <laughs> Is there going to be a next book?
0: There, there actually is a next book. At, uh, there's so much material out there, and there's so many more funny stories. Uh, we're just not going to release it until after the movie comes out.
2: Okay, so one of the things that I wanted to ask you, Jennifer, and going back to The Bachelor Canada, mm-hmm. um, I hear there was an interesting story about crackers and wine oh yeah yeah you're, i mean that's Cheryl, what sometimes to <laughs> get me into trouble so let's
3: just say this to start off with i had to sign i had to sign uh like uh there or like uh, what was it it was a
2: contract it was a, a like waiver
3: a, yeah 50 page contract on um on confidentiality exactly so like they could sue me a load for for what i'm about to say so i'm gonna keep it light but, uh, for, have you guys ever heard of Unreal? Have you, Cheryl, Robert, have you ever heard of this? Sh- it's a am uh, pretty sure it's a fiction a t- television show on reality TV just shows what goes on behind closed doors. No, I haven't
2: seen okay. it, Okay, but I've heard different S- versions of it. So this.
3: Unreal is pretty much kind of what it was like for me and what I was going through. When I first arrived in Vancouver, cause that's where the taping was, they locked me in a hotel room for a few days with nothing so they disconnected the television when they found out that I was watching a TV show they disconnected the television they uh, took my my books papers pens away my protein powder like even my birth control pills, they just took everything away. They left me with like three bottles of wine. That's a little wine. scary. Yeah, they left me with three bottles of wine and rice crackers. So like at one point, like on the second day, I cracked and I like called the cleaning lady and I said, oh, I think I, there's something going on in my room. When the cleaning lady came in, I slammed the door and I'm like, please just stay here with me and talk to me for like half an hour. Just please, I need some human contact. So I, it, it was interesting. They really, it was like an experiment, like some social psychological experiment where they lock in a hotel room, drive you insane and then release you into the mansion and get you drunk
2: you know interesting um, I happen to have had the uh, opportunity to interview a lot of the gentlemen who were auditioning for the Bachelorette Canada that is on air right now um, in April and when they came, they didn't even know who the bachelorette was. And my question to a lot of them was, "Well, how do you know you even want to vie for this?" Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, it, for a lot of people, it's just their 15 minutes of fame, and and mm-hmm. um, you know where where they're going to. So, Robert, is this something that you could ever see yourself doing? Like really <laughs> putting your private life in the public eye while you're going through it?
0: No way. <laughs> no way. I I couldn't do that. Just Takes guts. Uh, under the microscope, and no, I, I couldn't do that. And 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 to me, you know, the the courtship and and the the romance is is more than a, a, a TV show. It's uh, it's something very personal and between two people. And I don't I don't think that all really needs to be aired. that's just me be being a southern gentleman, I guess.
2: No, no, I, I, I get it, actually, because myself also, I mean, I've been dating, I'm now in a relationship, but it took a while for me to even talk about my relationship, because I wanted to make sure
3: everybody was comfortable. tough, by the way, Cheryl, well, that is you. amazing news. You were saying earlier <laughs> that, you, that you, you met up with a matchmaker, the matchmaker hooked you up with someone, and it was like love ever since. It has been love ever since. So and I have a question, so, Cheryl, yes, I'm so for happy it. for you. <laughs> Can you hook me up with this matchmaker, please? Can you hook me (laughs) up with this matchmaker? I'm thinking, you know what? Since I'm an open book and I don't mind putting my love life on the table and out there on television, unlike Robert... I, I was wondering, can you hook me up with this matchmaker and then we can make an, an episode on my TV show with, with this matchmaker <laughs> They can hook me up with someone and I go on a date and we just explore Montreal together on, on our first date.
2: And I do want to say also, um, it's not official, but very close in the near future, Solo in the City will have a matchmaking department to go along with the online dating site that we presently have. So I'm very excited about that. I want to thank both of you for being on the show. Jennifer, What a delight. And your TV show is going to be airing soon. Yes, it is. You're delicious, Cheryl. Thank you so much for having me. So she is going to be hosting Tourist in Her Own City and Robert James, the author of the best-selling book, Next, The Search for My Last First Date, soon to be a film. Robert, thank you for joining us. Bye, Robbie.
0: Thank you, Cheryl. All my best.
2: Thank you. Coming up next, our Kiss calendar. So get ready to pucker up for that one. And then we're going to have a quickie with Kelly Alexander. You're listening to Solo in the City. And if you're just joining us, you can listen to the uh, entire show. Show on SoundCloud and podcast. You're listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Desner on News Talk Radio CJAD 800. Welcome everybody back to Soul in the City, and now it's time to pucker up for our KISS event. And it starts off on Sunday. It's the Montreal Alouettes are going to be playing the Toronto Argonauts. What better way to say I love you to your partner than to take him to a football game? Or if you're a single lady, that's where you know to go to see a lot of eligible men. It starts at 1 p.m., so get out there and show some love to Cahier Bear, one of your um, announcers that you love listening to every Friday night on Dr. Laurie's show. Then on Monday, you can head out over to the West Island. Les Trois Presseurs, starting at 7 p.m., is Paint night. This week, the owl on the olive branch is the topic of what you'll be creating. And remember, this is a blank canvas. You get to create your design of your love style and incorporate that into a social night and creating a piece of art you might want to hang in your house. This event is $45, and it starts at 7 p.m. Then on Tuesday night from 6 to 7 p.m. at the Montreal Art of Living Centre on Saint-Laurent, the Montreal Singles Social Events Group will be hosting a yoga class. This is a great way to get out there, get in touch with yourself while meeting new people, or if you're like me... Bring your power more. We do this together as part of our date night ritual. It allows us time to connect to ourselves while connecting to each other. And then on Saturday night head on down to the Rosewood Restaurant in the Old Port. It's Girls' Night Out. I'm calling out all my ladies from my I Am Solo group on meetup.com to come out there and enjoy the night. If you want more information on any of these events or anything else that's going on around town, go to solointhecity.tv. Check out our events calendar. And now... Let's have a quickie with Virgin Radio host Kelly Alexander. We all want to hear all about your thoughts on love and romance. Welcome to the show, Kelly. Thank you
1: so much for having me. I appreciate being here.
2: Oh, well, you know, this is so much fun because this part is where we really get to share Mm -hmm. our thoughts and, and either sometimes motivate people or give them some, you know, insight into the way in which we all style our own love lives. And you're styling your own, your own way, right? Exactly. So, you know, in reference to Robert James, who wrote this book next the mm-hmm. search for my last first date did mm-hmm. you ever get to a point and when was that in your life when you went oh I just can't do another first date
1: <laughs> <laughs> I actually uh don't think it ever really happened to me I'm glad that I'm I'm now off the market so that's fantastic but and congratulations thank upcoming you. wedding thank you very much yeah so no plans yet but hopefully next year uh but yeah I uh I just I wasn't a big serial dater I think and I have a good friend of mine who is and she often sort of rails and rants against uh, the machine that is dating. And so I've seen her get very fatigued by it and actually take like months off. But I've never had that. So I've always been sort of in like long-term relationships or whatever. So I never got to that point. I'm very happy it's done now. But yeah, I'm, I'm cool with uh, first dates. I, I've always had a good time. So what is it about you that you
2: think is able to know when... It, you're going to nail it on that first date That it's the right person for you
1: I don't think that I know I just know that uh, I think after being in a couple of long-term relationships When I found my one It was very evident very quickly And so now I'm I'm extremely happy And can't imagine being with anyone else So uh, yeah, so that's kind of how it turned out So how'd you two meet? Online online yeah yeah because I'm a little bit shy and it's funny because everyone's like yeah everyone's like (laughs) you're a radio announcer but uh yeah no I uh I'm actually shy in real life I I can walk into a room and and sort of be on you know on stage in front of 5,000 people no problem but if I'm in a room of 10 people it's a little bit daunting for me so uh yeah so met online and uh we you know within like a week we were together ever since Mm -hmm. amazing amazing so as a public
2: figure Mm -hmm. How would you have felt about really going through your love life under the scrutiny of... Well, the public around you.
1: Right. Um, I've seen, you know, I don't really watch them religiously, but I've obviously seen those Bachelor and Bachelorette shows. And Well, that was Jennifer, uh, one of the guests yeah. on tonight's
2: show. And by the way, if you haven't heard the show, go back and listen to it on SoundCloud because Jennifer Sellinger was a contestant on the Bachelor Canada season two. Wow, she... fantastic. Yeah.
1: So go on. Yeah, that. so I, I've seen the shows and I, I honestly don't know how they do it because I can't imagine sort of having to go through the ups and downs of your emotions for public display so uh i would want to make sure you know in my case and thankfully it never had to happen that way so it was very much i mean everything was normal and and sort of just progressed as it as it should but i'm glad i didn't have like thousands of people staring down the barrel and saying oh she's making the wrong decision
2: well, I can tell you that um, when I was writing my blog, 365 Days to Find Love, I had a lot of people looking at it. And, and it was so interesting because people felt that they knew everything about my love life. Mm-hmm. And the truth was, it was just my thoughts right. about the dating world. It mm-hmm. wasn't really even, you know, bare, you know, putting it all out there for people to see. Mm-hmm. So...
1: When's the big nuptials? Uh, we don't know But probably next year In 2017 We decided to just Sort of enjoy the engagement And uh, yeah And it's funny Because everyone Like right away That's the first question Everybody has for you Like like within moments They're like When's the date? And we're like We don't know So, <laughs> so we're just enjoying The, the time And uh, and hopefully it'll be In 2017 Because I'm a big fan Of sevens So okay. I would like it to be uh, pro- Hopefully on a, a, July a, 7th Maybe 2017. That would be great There's lots lots like a, probably Probably like a Tuesday So it might not work out But yeah I love sevens So hopefully next year so you have to, you know what, I I read numbers. I, oh, I do, do you? Yeah, I do okay. numerology. So if you want,
2: we can uh, look at that and see what all the Fantastic. Find you. me a date that has sevens. That's good. <laughs> oh, no, I, I can't find you any more dates. <laughs> I can just find you a wedding date. That's good. That's perfect. <laughs> your, date, your dating history is, that is done. It's done. It's history now yeah, for I'm you. Yeah, I'm happy about that. So final uh, word of advice from you mm-hmm. to the listeners out there as far as dating.
1: Um, I think that what I've learned is that you can't go out there panicked you know like you, like when I met the one I was just very calm about the whole situation and especially with the online dating thing I was like I'm going to put myself out there you know just in in this way and and we'll see and I just had a very positive attitude about it and I wasn't hell-bent on finding the one and then came to me anyway that's when it all happens Mm
2: -hmm. yeah well it's all about Just being present at the moment, and Mm -hmm. that's when it happens and enjoying things. Well, thank you so much, Kelly, for coming and uh, joining us and sharing your story with us. Of course. Thank you. And we'll look forward to the big day whenever it is. I'll (laughs) check out those numbers for you. (laughs) Thank you, Kelly Alexander, and thank you to all our guests. And most importantly, thank you to Fernando Gelso and Aaron Melinda, who are The Wind Beneath the Solo Wings every single week. Join us next week, October the 8th, Branding Yourself in Love. I will be joined by Jason Noel and Marie-Anique Boivard. You're listening to Soul in the City right here on CJAD 800. And don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and listen to the shows on SoundCloud. And don't forget, you can always reach me. I'm here for you. 1-844-744-SOLO and... Keep it simply social because we all know it's all about the kiss.